So, children, did you think of an answer yet? Last week, I told you over a strong question. How do carbonos work? When you bring an animal, it's not a sacrifice, since you are getting back much, much more than an animal. And it's not an offering either, since you are giving to Hashem something that belongs to Him already. Now, this week, I'm going to tell you an answer, but I'll tell it to you with a mushal. A story so you can understand. I heard the story from Rav Shalom Eisman from the Koilo Meshechachma in Yerushalayim. It's called The Mud Boy. And it goes like this. There once was a Godol. I mean, this Tamil Chacham was the Godol Hador. He was world famous for his wisdom. And people came from all over to get his advice and to learn from him. He was Taka, a genius and a very holy tzaddik. One day, he went out to his backyard with a pail of water from the toilet and a shovel. The guttle dug a hole, poured in the dirty water, and started to mix it with the soil. He put his hand in and kneaded it. He kneaded the mixture again and again until it became a nice, thick mud. Then the guttle shoveled the dirty mud into the pail, and carried it back indoors. There, he had a spring-formed pan in the shape of a boy. You know, like a gingerbread man. The guttle filled the formed pan with mud until it was nice and full. He let the mud dry for a few days, and then did a miracle deed. The guttle put his own mouth onto the nose of the mud boy, and blew his breath into the mud. Suddenly, the little boy opened his eyes, jumped out of the form pan, and started walking around the house. The guttle named the boy Yeled Katan. The guttle said, Yeled Katan, please bring me a glass of juice. So the mud boy said, No, I don't have to listen to you. I do what I want to do. Hmm, well... Not such an appropriate response. The guttle then said, Yelat Katan, please sit down here next to me. I want to talk to you. And again, No! I want to stand. I do what I want to do myself. The whole day went on like this. Every time the guttle, who was a world-famous genius and sadik, said to do something, the Yelad would not listen. And what is this Yelad Katan anyways? He's just made of dirt from the backyard with toilet water. Now, children, let me ask you, what mida is the Yelid Katan acting with? Derek Eretz? No. Chutzpah. Why is that chutzpah? Because all he is is lowly mud and smelly water. And it's not his place to say no and to disobey a real human who is actually much, much greater than an ordinary human. He's a world famous Godol, the Godol Hador himself. Besides, who made the mud boy? The Godol made the mud boy. Without the Godol, this mud boy would never even exist. But then things got worse. You see, the mud boy was hungry, so the Godol fed him his favorite food. The mud boy got thirsty, so the Godol gave him his favorite drink. The mud boy was sleepy, so the guttle gave him a soft, comfortable bed in a warm bedroom. 
Plus, the Guttle bought the Mud Boy all kinds of toys and books so he could have fun. This went on for weeks, and the Mud Boy was so happy. The Guttle took care of the Mud Boy, mamish day in and day out, everything the Mud Boy wanted. Then, one day the Guttle asked the Mud Boy, Yelit Katan, please bring me a glass of water. And the Mud Boy said right away, No, I don't have to listen to you. I do what I want to do. Hmm, here we go again. And the Guttle said, Yelit Katan, come sit down next to me. Guess how the mud boy responded? No, I want to stand way over here. You can't make me do anything I don't want to do. Oy, 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 kids. How is the mud boy speaking? With Derek Eretz or, or with chutzpah? Chutzpah. Chutzpah no But what's the extra chutzpah now? Because besides that the Guttle created the mud boy, and besides that the mud boy is made out of smelly mud, the Guttle has given so much chesed and goodness to the mud boy all that time, and still the mud boy acts like that and talks back rudely to the Guttle Ador? Who does he think he is? Where is his gratitude? Not even a thank you. Kinderlach, can anyone guess what this story is a mushal for? That's right. Hashem is like the Godel. He is great beyond any imagination. And the mud boy? Who's that? That's us. We are made of mud. You know, our great-great-grandfather, Adam HaRishon? Hashem formed his body out of dirt. And Kinderlach, we all come from that. That's why when our bodies die, they get put back into the mud. I mean, a person's grave is complete dirt. Just Hashem blew life into us like the Godel did to the mud boy, so our neshamas are very, very holy. So, to do an Avera, what are we? Compared to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, a disgusting drop of smelly mud. Tipasrucha, Hashem made and owns the entire creation, and He let us live. Not only that, Every second he gives us energy to exist, much, much more than the Godel did for the mud boy. And now think about all of the kindness that Hashem does for us. Eyes, ears, food, sleep, legs, joints, a tongue and teeth, clothes, shoes, water, sunlight, and the list goes on and on. It's endless. All the kindnesses that Hashem does for us. And we have the chutzpah to do what we want and ignore what, what we know that Hashem said in the Torah. What do you think we deserve? What punishment do we deserve if we decide to do what we want and ignore what the Torah says? All the punishments in the world. But Kindelach, look how kind Hashem is. He wants that we do tshuva, not to die, not to get punished. So how does Hashem help us feel how wrong we were, which is part of tshuva? And how bad it was that we didn't listen to his Torah, that we disobeyed his instructions. That's the Korban! Hashem says like this, You did an Avera against me? Bring a Korban. So you bring an animal to the Beis HaMikdash. The first thing you do is you lean your hands on its head 
and you lean your whole body weight on its head. It's called smicha. It's a mitzvah. It's like announcing that this goat is my shliach. This is my messenger, this animal. Then you give it to the kohanim. The coin holds it down and slits its throat. Blood comes gushing out. And you think, oy, 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 because of my avera, that should be my blood. But Hashem lets the goat take my place. They peel the skin off the goat and you say, that should be me. Then they cut up the goat into pieces and you say, that should be me. They throw the parts onto the bonfire on the Mizbeach and you say, that should be me. Meanwhile, each piece of the goat that Hashem accepts instead of you, you get to keep for your own body. Your legs you get to keep, your arms you get to keep, your head, your heart, and your stomach. All of that you don't have to put on the fire. Now you walk away from the Beis HaMikdash feeling humble. Thank you, Hashem, for sparing my life and my limbs. I'll never sin again. So that's how a korban works. You gain Yerashamayim. You see how bad a sin is. Look what I really deserve for doing an Aveira, you think. These feelings cause you to have closeness with Hashem. And that's the point of a korban. The word korban has the same shoresh as the word kirva or closeness. A korban is for you to come close to Hashem, which is the best thing in the world.